0: Welcome to episode 523 of Salcedo Paranormal. And tonight I am talking about haunted places in the U.S. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's uh, S A L S I D O. Excuse me there. uh, excuse me. Actually, I think I'll start it that again. I messed up there. That's S A L S I D O paranormal.podbean.com. And uh, always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening. Whether you make it to the live streams on Discord, or you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds, or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds Podcast, for producing my shows and putting them up on the station along with the music that you hear there. If you like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I have some uh, paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out over on Amazon. Or you can sign up for my Patreon page. Or, and I guess, you can sign up for my Patreon page uh and join that at any membership tier level and get one extra episode of the show per month uh true paranormal stories on the web and uh so that you can help support in that way or if you just want to make a one-time donation you can do do that as always through paypal and all those links can be found in every episode description and uh yeah i think that takes care of all that um Help is never expected, but definitely always appreciated. As there are expenses in making these shows, from uh, equipment as is needed to research materials, which really the more of those I can get, the better the shows will be in the future. Um, to travel expenses in some cases. So, um, so yeah, just uh, any help will be appreciated. Um, so, if, especially if you want the show to do sort of cover more things or get into more things or maybe go more places. That's that's. Those are some of the best ways to help um, make that happen. So uh, I think that covers all of that. This is going to be the last episode of the uh, Haunted Places in the U.S., basically the first series of those shows uh, covering the state of Alabama. and um, And then I'm going to take a break, but I'll get into that later on, Uh, So I have one more location to talk about here tonight. And uh, as always with these shows, I always like to let everyone know, please um, check on the, basically just look look around online. And if you're interested in going to visit the location, the articles that I share are just like individual articles. And they are, of course, released on certain dates, and they might not have the current information for whenever you happen to be uh, looking at them or listening to this, um, and so I always recommend uh, please check out everything yourself. make sure um, it's okay to go to these locations and find out what the schedules are and just everything else like that. don't uh don't try to go there just based on the information in these articles because things can change over time. Um, and of course, always never never trespass for a lot of reasons. Um, so, but yeah, this is going to be the last of these episodes for a little while. I'm going to do all the research for uh, the next major section of this this uh, haunted places in the U.S. series, which will be covering the state of Alaska. I'll do all that um, first, whenever I have the ability to do so, uh, just basically whenever it works best for me. And then once I have everything put together for that state, then I will um, start the next segment or next series next mini series i guess you could say within this this greater series of shows uh on that state and and the u.s so in the meantime we'll just be adding one of the book review episodes uh to each week's uh shows so there'll just be two book review shows and then two of the true paranormal stories for the web shows starting next week so, I think I got, um, took care of all that, uh, housekeeping, as they say. Um, I have two articles here I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about tonight, and I'll, inc- of course, I'll include them in the episode description, as I always do. And, uh, so this has been a lot of fun looking through all these places in Alabama and, um, just so many different types of locations forts and battleships and houses and businesses, just all kinds of places. It really does show that, um, to me, anyway, that. There's just you never know. I think, as I said before, I think there's paranormal activity all around the world. just about um, at any given time. It's just a matter of what's happening and who's there to witness it, and if they're able to uh, tell, others, tell others excuse me, tell others about it. Um, so that being said, this is definitely not a complete list. Uh, of places in Alabama that have paranormal activity because I don't think anyone can really make a complete list. <laughs> um, unless you just want to include every place, you might as well just put the map of the U.S. up on a, on a screen and point at Alabama and then point at the U.S. and then just zoom out and, and uh, I think it's everywhere. So anyway, um, so these first of these two articles here is from, uh, I believe it's, let me see here. It's onlyinyourstate.com and the title reads You'll Be Haunted by the History of Fort Gaines, a Civil War site in Alabama. And uh, so this was built apparently in 1821 and it's a historic masonry fort and it sits on the eastern end of Dauphin Island, Alabama. Uh, it's best known for the American Civil War's Battle of Mobile Mobile, mobile, I'm not sure, mobile Bay. And this article here has pictures. So I definitely recommend checking it out. And um, so now this is, a I guess, maybe a trivia, piece of trivia here. It says, uh, if you've ever heard the phrase, uh, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. And wondered where it came from, that that's uh it's a uh world famous command that was shouted at Fort Gaines by uh Admiral David Farragut. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, during the Battle of Mobile Bay. So um again it has pictures here. And uh now unfortunately, and I'm wondering how how often this happens to places. Due to ongoing uh, shoreline erosion, the fort is one of uh, the U.S.'s most endangered historic sites, according to this article here. Um, but it's still well known and um, for being one of the most pre- uh, well-preserved masonry forts in the country. And, um, of course, in addition to the great history, it's also... Uh, said to have a lot of paranormal activity going on there. And so, let's get into that here. Uh, For example, it says several of the people that have visited the fort have seen um, apparitions of men dressed in military uniforms and have felt cold spots and have heard uh, low whispers while touring the, the site. So, sure, some of that could be residual, but um, then again, you never know unless you go there, I think, a lot. Uh, in one of the tunnels, uh, the laughter of children has been heard. That's amazing. I wonder if they stayed there during, again, if they were the children of people that were working at the fort and it's just some kind of residual energy of that going on there again. Hard to say. Um, says that the next time you visit uh alabama's beautiful gulf coast uh, and and especially D- the dauphin island a- a- Dolphin island area can't talk tonight um let's see you might want to check out the fort and uh whether you says whether you witness anything paranormal or not it'll be um a great experience basically which i would agree it's really important to go and visit these sites for the history, because that is part of what causes or what can lead to activity. So, um, and uh, let's see here. Look at the rest of this, I think uh, that covers everything for that article. So, we'll go on to the next one here. And this is from, um, let me see here, hauntedhouses.com. And the title reads, uh let me see here the title just read fort gaines and it says entities still are on duty and have uh i'm sorry and behave accordingly so and it has pictures here just like the last one did um uh, let me see here and the first section it has is description and history and it mentions um that there was a need for a southern coastal defense um brought to light or brought to light by the War of eighteen twelve uh congress and so um that's what by the fort was made, Congress decided that the u s needed a fort or two along the southern coast, and one of these became um uh the fort fort Gaines and um to be part of this this comprehensive system of national defense so Uh, One of this location, of course, was Dauphin Island for the sport, which had been in the past a sought-after strategic site by various military forces. Uh, It says France first established a small colony there. Um, Spain also sought after the area and, of course, Great Britain, Britain, who had used it uh, as a platform uh, to attack the city of Mobile during 1812 the War of 1812. And so in 1821, uh the the construction began, which was supposed to be finished in 1858. Uh so the government now, of course, the um let's see here. I'm just reading this as I go here. So apparently the, the government didn't hire the most experienced people to build the site. And um, they turned out, apparently, to be not the the brightest, I guess it says, in the article here. It says, engineers on the the project built the fort so close to the bay that the water entered the structure at high tide. Okay, so that's what they're talking about there. That may also, that may be something that um, the last article mentioned, coastline er erosion as well. So, uh, the... So let's see here. Um looking at the rest of this here, apparently the army uh tried to to um to keep things going and finally in 1845 uh managed to get more funds to um to to build the place. And but um so let's see here. Looks like um eventually it began um It's kind of, I'm not following this article very well. Sorry about that. But anyway, um, so apparently from, uh, it says to seriously hamper enemy enemy ships from uh, attacking the fort from the Western Bay on the fort's vulnerable land side. It says that um, um, apparently a man named Totten, T-O-T-T-E-N, built a dry moat crossed by a drawbridge, which extends out uh, about 35 feet from the fort's wall base. So um have plenty of firepower for the time. And um, so all of the uh, bastions, it says, are connected to the main courtyard through large tunnels, making everything accessible to personnel. It says about 500 feet from the entrance, there's uh, several buildings that were constructed to provide services and shelter for a troop station there. So it says in 1858, the fort, which was nearly complete, was named after a war of 1812 and Indian wars. uh, According to this article here, um, military hero and skilled leader General Edmund. Pendleton Gaines, who had passed away apparently before that, uh, by 1861 of course this is getting into the u s Civil War uh, most of the the work on the fort was done, and um, the rest were supplied by the by um, the the Confederate basically the Confederate forces there during the Civil War. and um, let's see here. Looking at the rest of the show, I think we're going to skip to the uh, so Fort Gaines. Fort Gaines became uh, an important asset again going into the Civil War there uh, to the to the Confederate forces. Um, so apparently now moves on to um, a little bit th- about a little bit throughout time and the rest of some other things that happened there um, during World War One. There was a coastal artillery unit garrison that was um, that man that stayed at the fort. And during World War II, uh, the fort was used as a campsite for both the Alabama National Guard and, the, and, um, and as a base of the U.S. Coast Guard, who uh, went after prowling enemy submarines uh, looking for merchant vessels in the Gulf of Mexico. And it says even today the Coast Guard still has a base there and uses it when they uh, take part in uh, crash rescue boat incidents. So now we're getting into the, um, the, uh, the rest of this article here. History of manifestations. And that's, of course, talking about the paranormal activity there. It says the fort has seen a lot of action throughout the years. Uh, so it stands to reason that the people that passed away there Especially during their tours of duty and dirty uh, tours, I got and then so tours of duty. Uh, in peacetime, accidents or in battle, again, people that p- passed away there, they would they would be still there in some cases. Um, so apparently there again. it's going into um, the different history of the of the place there. It wonders the article mentions, um. Who, who are the people that haunt the place? Is it, is it the people that were stationed there or the people that were attacking the fort um, at different points in time? So either way, um, the entities which now observe the living, says in the article, may not know that they are dead and or they continue serving because they weren't ready to move on uh, to the other side. So um I'm looking at the rest of this here, I'm trying to find the rest of the here we go. So um there is in the it says in the Battle of Mobile Bay, there were a total of uh 1,822 deaths there um in during that Civil War battle. And uh, it doesn't talk a lot about the rest of the the sightings there, but based on those numbers and then the other article, um I would guess that that's there's a lot of things going on, so um, that's going to cover that article. Again, that one doesn't get into as much of the paranormal side, but it does get into a lot more of the history, which is equally important. So um, that's going to do it for those articles, and again for the state of Alabama for this series. And uh, I'll take a break from the series and do all the research as um, as I can over time and. Uh, Start it again once I have everything ready for Alaska. And uh, until then, that'll be it for now. And I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.